Hey everyone and welcome back to the News Agent Podcast. My name is Andrea Warmington and I'm the Senior Content Strategist at Good Lord. Today's podcast is a recording of our recent webinar with the one and only Christopher Watkin. He joined us for his second webinar of the year to discuss ways that letting agents can win new landlords. That's why you're all here, so let's get right on into it. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to this morning's Good Lord webinar. Um, my name is Ollie Sherlock. I'm Director of Insurance here at Good Lord, um, and I'm shortly going to be joined by the brilliant Christopher Watkin. Talk us through how to win new landlords when stock is low. Um, Chris is going to be talking through a range of topics, um, including finding out uh, addresses of landlords, how to source property and how to source landlords. So hopefully in for a really interesting session. And today we're focusing particularly on stock. Um, and we've got Chris Watkin here, and I'm really welcoming Chris um, onto the call. I saw earlier in the week, actually, some commentary around uh, around this, this topic, indeed. I think we put a post out on Property Industry Eye, which, which garnered a few comments, uh, Chris, um, which I think some of them were extremely harsh. I think it's actually quite difficult to set these sessions up in our experience and actually make them really valuable. Um, and indeed, we try our best to, to give as much value as we possibly can. And I know from my perspective, Chris, I'm very grateful that actually you can join the call and share your kind of wisdom uh, and methods um, with, with, with our viewers and attendees. Um, so thank you very much for that. And I felt you, you got a bit of a Bit of a bit of a kicking, um, if I'm honest with Chris, this week. But indeed, you you relish these kind of opportunities, don't you? Good morning. Good morning, Ollie. How are you? I'm good. I'm I'm I'm, I'm back after paternity leave, so uh, I've come onto the webinar for a break and, and and a bit of rest before I go back to to feeding duties. But I'm good. Thank you very much. Good so congratulations on the little one. Well done. Is he first thank one? You very much. Uh, third, indeed. Oh, well, uh, clear, clear, clearly a sucker for punishment. Um, but uh, uh, but yeah, you've had an interesting week, Chris. Um, and today you're going to be uh, joining us to to obviously talk us through some of the methods that you're you're sort of um, working with other agents and, and industry stakeholders on. Um, we're going to be covering how to attract new landlords, how to find new landlords in the first place. Um, at the moment, the market is in quite a strange place, isn't it? Following what is an unprecedented that word's been used a lot, but unprecedented twelve or fifteen months. What's your view before we kick off on where the market is right now? Um, I mean, if you actually look at lettings, the, the, uh, the, in, I, I looked at about 120 locations around the UK and the vast majority of them, the number of rental properties available to rent is approximately 40 to 50% of their natural average. Um, interestingly, when it comes to residential sales properties, they're at about uh, 20 to 25% of where they, their natural 14-year average is. I mean, apart from London, which tends to be slightly over at the moment, there seems to be an awful lot of stock on the market in London. Interesting, I don't know if you noticed, but one in seven houses that are on the market at the moment has been reduced in the last 14 days for resi sales. So we're certainly seeing from a sales perspective that market turn from what has been a, a boom-bastic uh, period um, in terms of volume, um, activity. Um, you know, we recognise a lot of our partners, of course, do lettings, but also do sales. We recognise that their time was just completely taken up um, in the last sort of eight or nine months, really, uh, if not longer, um, predominantly with sales. Um, so we're seeing a turn in that. And arguably, in my experience, that makes lettings even more valuable and even more uh, of a necessity to drive good activity and approach as many landlords as you possibly can if yeah. we're seeing volumes in sales decline, right? And interestingly, when I say new landlords, I don't actually mean new landlords coming to the market, bringing new properties. I'm talking, this is, is basically nicking landlords off other agents. 
that's mm. something that every agent enjoys, right? That's why they're, they're competitive. They're out there trying to attract business yeah. from their fellow competitors. Um, and indeed, some of the processes you're going to talk to talk about later on, I think, are are actually um, relatively new in terms of uh, trying to uncover how to actually find the landlord themselves in the first place, which I'm intrigued to understand more about that, um, Chris. Um, We've talked before in these kind of webinars around using social media. We're going to touch on that again now um, and throughout the throughout the, the, the webinar. During my, my paternity leave, I, I was checking on social media as, as, as you do. And what was clear is that the activity from a lot of agents that are really using social media well isn't just to promote their business anymore. It's not just about here's my brand. It's very much to drive activity. And we're seeing actually a number of uh, properties let and sold via social media before it hit the portals. Are we seeing a change in how agents are promoting and selling and let, letting property, or is that very much just the, just the outlayers? Uh, there certainly is the outlayers at the moment, but remember when Rightmove came along in 2000, everyone was poo-pooing them, saying that the internet was a fad and everyone was using newspapers, you yeah. know, advertisers in the newspapers. I think the magic thing is, is the vast majority of estate agents are more worried about what their comp competitors are doing and not what they're doing. Their landlords, all they care about is if the property lets. So do you actually need portals? No, you don't. The problem is, is that we use them as a life belt. The other, the other problem is, is that most estate agents, letting agents are checkbook estate agents and the fact that they don't like to do hard work. So, you you know, the good thing about right move and Zoopla is, is you pay a check and you whack your properties on and let them do it. You can use social media to let houses. The problem is it isn't a case of just uploading a photograph and pressing boost. That won't, won't succeed. You actually have to put the time and the effort in to learn how to target and Put, pick, bring them through to click funnels. I mean, there's plenty of great people out there like Chris Kiriakou and the, and and Paul Long that will teach you how to do this. The question is, are you going to put the hard work in to do it? I mean, the thing I'm going to show you guys today online, I know there's many hundreds of you online, but from being honest with you, Ollie, a little secret, mate, only two or three people are actually going to take on board what I'm going to say today because most of them are either too lazy or not prepared to put the hard work in or not prepared to, to play the long game. But So therefore, you know, I don't say that in a derogatory way, but the, the simple fact is, is that if you want to succeed in this world, it's hard work and patience. Play the long game. So should we crack on and show these guys how to do these things? Yes, definitely. Before we do, just a bit of housekeeping, if, if I may. Um, the Q&A is open, so please fire any questions to us. Um, and it's on the tip of your tongue, please put it into the Q&A. Um, and we'll be talking um, through those as the session goes on. We also have uh, a, a slot at the end of the session dedicated to Q&A as well. So if you have any questions for Chris uh, or myself, please do utilise that function. Um, yes, without further ado, Chris, I'm going to hand over to you to, to talk us through some of these methods that you've been utilising and that can really add value. Lovely. Thanks, Ollie. Right. Okay. So the, the methods I'm going to show you today in the next 27 minutes, I 100% guarantee you work. Okay. Um, and they don't actually have to cost you one penny to do, especially the latter parts. Okay. Anyone who watched the last section that, that just think being the local property expert and being a guru of property was boring, you can go now and go and put the kettle on. For the rest of you who do actually want landlords, I absolutely guarantee you this method will work. So should we should we rock and roll, Ollie? Let's look at it. Yep. Right. Okay. The problem is this: is that is that in in letting agency, landlords don't swap letting agents, just like you don't swap banks. It's not that you don't hate love your bank or hate your bank. It's just that your perception is all banks are the same. So. If you want someone to swap to you, just like you won't swap banks, even though you don't love your bank, you just can't be bastard to move, technical term mm -hmm. that is. That is the same with landlords. 
Now, every letting agent watching this will tell, will always say to them, will always say, if you can just get a landlord sat in front of me, I'll build a relationship and eventually I'll get them. Every letting agent will always say that. So instead of trying to get the property on the market, my, my, my idea of marketing, using what we call the landlord farming technique, is why don't you get a landlord to want to come and talk to you, not to give you a set of keys, but just simply to talk to you. But if you can then build a relationship, you'll, be, you'll, you'll, you'll get the property eventually. Yes, that does mean playing the long game. But it's just like a person going out on, you know, in your 18, you know, Ollie, you were a good looking lad, you were gone out on the 18. You know, if you want to try to attract landlords, it's like trying to attract a boyfriend or a girlfriend. If you walked into a pub and said to everyone, everyone you, you, you were interested in, would you marry me? You're not going to be going home with the girl at the end of the night and you're certainly not going to get married. But that is what most agents are doing with their marketing. They're going, they're going with their marketing, saying, hi, we're a letting agent and we're brilliant. Come and use us. And these are the reasons you should come and use us. Mm. But that's what the banks are doing. You know, traditionally, people, most agents marketing falls into two distinct categories. One is brand awareness and one is competitive advantage marketing. Brand awareness marketing is if enough people know about us, they'll use us. But I would say to you this. Who, you don't swap your bank accounts, but it's not a case of not, it's not you're not swapping banks. So you don't know who the banks are because Ollie, you'll be able to rattle off ten banks just like that. All of sure. us could rattle off ten banks. So the, it's not a, a lack of brand awareness why people aren't swapping banks. And if you ask most landlords, they would probably give you ten letting agents in your town. The point is this: just because someone knows you doesn't mean they're going to want to use you. It's mm. about brand choice, not brand awareness. Competitive advantage marketing is another type of marketing, which used to work really, really well. And the best ways you can describe that is the old A5 flyer with lots of leaflets. We open eight days a week. We've been, we open 368 days a year. We've been open since 2 BC. We've won this award. We're brilliant. Our willies are this big and look at our market share. We've got 5.6% of the marketplace and we are the biggest agent in town because the nearest one's got 5.56%. So we're much better than you lot 17 minutes in chris uh, uh, and we mentioned market share i think actually you, you've, you've you've been quite reserved this morning that's normally a place we hit at least in the first four minutes um, but you are you are exactly right and you know um, i've been a big advocate of working with agents in this manner um since i was an agent myself because actually what you're trying to do is build long-term relationships plant these seeds i suppose one of the arguments to this methodology is um hey well okay chris we'll all do that then and we'll all be the same but your point on this i think in reality is you won't all do this actually and because because of that you can utilize these techniques to stand out i've been banging on about this for six years yeah. okay and let's be honest there's one thing you can guarantee in this world if you go onto linkedin you connect up with Watkin, you're going to see a post every on linkedin i've been banging on this is nothing new yeah. Is, you know, the magic thing is this, is that everyone is short termism and saying, well, you know, if I do something on a Monday, I want it on a Friday. I want the results on a Friday. You know, the bottom, you know, and in this world, we are, how can I, what am I trying to say here? You know, dating. In the old days, when I was a young lad, you actually going to have to have awful uncomfortable conversations with girls at bar. Now you youngsters swipe right for love. You've got instant shopping, instant TV, but there is no app for trust and people do business with people they trust so my attitude is this 
If you want to do business with people, stop chasing the outcome, which is the listing, and work out how do you get people to trust you? Because nobody does business with people they don't trust. Mm. So, I, therefore, so therefore, if, if over here is what you want, which is the, the listing, well, the one step before that is, is trust. How do you get someone to trust you? Have you heard of the phrase, no like and trust, Ollie? Yes, yeah, indeed. Okay, well, that's how every that's how every human relationship in this in this world yeah. works. They get to know you, they get to like you, then they trust you. And people do business with people they trust. No, like, trust. People do business with you. So the question is, how do you get people to know you? They have to be interested in you. Have, and, you, ever, uh, have you ever been to a party, Ollie, and someone talks about themselves all night? Boring as hell, right? Okay, but that's what agents are doing with their marketing. Oh, indeed, yeah. And you see that uh, you see that on social media. I think I'm going to scratch that that itch a little bit more because um, you know the recent survey a couple of months ago by Hamilton Fraser suggests that 65% of letting agents um, of landlords don't use letting agent services, and that um, that means the majority of landlords in the country are not utilising the service of a letting agent. Um, which for some that'll be that'll be quite shocking actually to think that you know agents don't own the monopoly on this. Um, on this market um, I think that's bad I think that's bad for landlords because you know in the ever-increasing compliant world the lettings is you should have industry professionals supporting you through that journey letting agents add huge value but my question to you is this Chris if 65% of letting agents uh, of landlords don't use a letting agent is it as much as much about the way they're messaging to landlords as it is the level of and range of services they're providing and have we got stuck because if I look at, you know, 99%, if not 100% of, age, uh, of agents, it's tenant find, rent collection, fully managed. And actually, have we become too entrenched in the service offering that isn't now resonating with landlords as much as maybe it once was, or certainly not enough to allow us to take more of that 65% back into letting agent capacity? So is it messaging and provision, or do you think actually this sits solely on the messaging perspective? The provision is irrelevant, okay? I think what a lot of agents are very guilty of is talking about the inputs. This is us. This is our service. This is what we do. It's, we're not the hero here. The hero is the landlord. We need to sell outcomes, the outputs. Okay. You know, we sell peace of mind. We sell the fact that your tenant doesn't pick the phone up to you at 10 o'clock at night. We sell the fact that during COVID, a self-managed landlord is 272 percent more likely to be two months in arrears compared to one who uses a letting agent do we talk about that no we get our bloody market shares out saying look at us we're brilliant Mm. we're selfish and we talk about ourselves like the person at the party we should stop making ourselves the heroes and make the landlords the heroes and the best way to get inside a landlord's head the best way to get inside a human's head is the power of story It's why you can't remember what your wife said yesterday when she said, I can't even remember the wife telling me to put the kettle on before this webinar came on. So I was concentrating on this. But I can remember the the, the storyline to my favorite film 10 years ago because your stories are how your subconscious remembers things. And it works in a different language. It's emotion, not fact. So therefore, if you want to get inside people's head, you need a Trojan horse. And you do that by getting them to trust you. And how do you get someone to trust you? You get them to like you. How do you get someone to like you? You get them to know you. How do you get someone to know you? You, you, they, They have to be interested in you. And this is where the killer bit is. If you want somebody to be interested in you, the best way is for them to be interested, for you to be interested in? In them. 
them. Yeah. If you, I, you know, and nobody cares about you and your agency and your services or what you do or your market share or whatever you do. People only care about themselves. So if you want people to listen to what you have to say, then surely talk about stuff that they're interested in. I mean, Ollie, you see me on social media. When do you ever see me sell my services? In fact, most people watching this probably don't even know what I sell. Well, well, indeed. And, and, you know, it's quite clear from your activity that, you know, <laughs> that you, you are you are pushing and promoting something, but you're not you're not talking about that individual thing. You're looking to engage and, and consult. Right. In the same manner, you're suggesting agents should engage and consult with landlords. And yeah, one of the that, viewers put just sorry, because one of the viewers points on here, um, which I think is interesting. This is coming from see, somebody in the industry themselves. So they're, you know, this is me saying this. Um, they're, they're saying the main issue is a total lack of, of knowledge of the industry and the compliance by agents themselves. They're failing to educate themselves and therefore fail to actually uh, be industry professionals. So landlords feel self-managing is safer. That, that is an issue. If we've if we feel that agents or agents are thinking, I don't actually know what the latest compliance virtue is. I don't actually know what the, um, the okay. breaking legislation but Ollie, is. That's but Ollie, problem, this, right? I, I agree. But if letting agents start saying, are you compliant? The, those landlords that use, you know, we all know letting agents that aren't compliant. But if you start mm. questioning a landlord, is your letting agent compliant? They're not going to ring up the landlord, their agent saying, are you compliant? They're just going to tell themselves, yeah, they are compliant because they must be. Okay. But isn't it about setting that story? Well, the point I'm trying to make, isn't it about story. setting that story and, and, and showing why that compliance, one, is necessary, and two, how they as an agent can support making that so easy? And, you know, how many other agents no, have been no. that? But again, you do that later down the line to get them over the line. Up front... Right. You need, if you start talking to landlords about compliance early on, it's a bit like you going down Weatherspoons and talking to talking to the pretty girl and you're talking about what colour um, uh, roses you're going to have in the, in the wedding church. Yeah, yeah. Okay? You don't want to be talking about it there. You're talking about the pretty girl and her dress and what, what, what she's interested in. And as you move down the line, that's when you can start talking about compliance to get them over the line, but not to get them to the line. Yeah, there's two things. There's two things that if you you, the magic thing is letting agents love compliance. So we basically talk about that because that's what we love. But landlord, that doesn't turn on a landlord. It may be a stretch to just let agents love compliance. I think there's plenty they out do. there that that, that that don't love it. Um, we, we we see that. Um, but I, I, I take your point in terms of they like talking about it. I think there's a balancing act, in my opinion, of of informing. Um, I think that can be welded in as part of the storytelling you're okay. suggesting. Y- yes, but but not not when you're on the proverbial weather spoons talking to the pretty girl. On sure. The first yeah, 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 yeah. Further down yeah. the line. The yeah, no, I get is- that. Okay, the magic thing about marketing is you want you're trying to persuade someone to do something. The first thing you have to do is get them their attention to be interested in you. Landlords are not interested in compliance. And so, they so talk us through some ways then, Chris. You know, what, what are you seeing that's working in terms of getting that yeah that that first reach out that first as you, uh, use your uh, analogy that first sort of um, wave across the bar. Um, how how can agents sort of kick this off? And, and start that long game process. 
two things turn on every single homeowner and every single landlord. Number one is the value of their property. I'll prove it to you. Ollie, tonight, if there's a brand new for sale board on your street that wasn't there this morning, what are you going to do before you get out of the car? Straight out and right move. Or oh, <laughs> and have a look and see how much it's worth. Okay. Would you do the same if the for sale board was a mile down the road? Uh, I probably would. Yeah, I probably I think most would. people would. Yeah, I think they probably would. Do you yeah. three really think so? What about two miles down the road? Maybe less so. Uh, you're okay. more bothered about well, what's in your, lo- your immediate In your locality. Location. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So therefore, can we say that every single homeowner is interested in the value of their own home? Indeed. Yeah. Isn't a landlord just a homeowner that doesn't live in the home? They are indeed. Okay. So therefore, the question is, is this, we are the gatekeepers to the second most interesting topic in the world to the British, the first being the weather, the second being the property market. Yeah, all we do is talk about ourselves. Mm-hmm. Second so, thing, go on. So, sorry, so, so, so utilising that, you're, you know, you're talking about um, mail shots here to start that conversation, um, blending in as part of your conversation. What, what, what material things here can be used? Here we go. Peterborough Property Market Newsletter. So talk us through this then, Chris, what we're looking at here. So this is a newsletter that, some, that Peterborough agent has produced talking about the number of people that rent in, in um, Peterborough and the health of, their, of the people that actually live in rented properties. And there's my first, my first thought on this, and it appears this as well, but maybe there's a brand there. The first one especially, no branding. That didn't feel like, that felt like a, um, you know, a very, um, yeah, very that's a piece. It's not, this isn't clearly not branded in terms of like, let me sell my agency. Okay, so therefore that was a double, that was an A3 folded A4. So on the other side, it was subtly branded. But have a look, these these are some two subtly branded ones and they are yeah. there, it's subtle. It's not a bad that, that, No, exactly. And that's my point in terms of actually, you know, it, it almost will read um, with more authority in some respects if people don't think they're being sold to instantly because it's just okay. brand, 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 right? Okay. Do you like to be sold to, Ollie? No, no, nobody does, right? No, Do you not. like to buy though, don't you? Of course. There you go. So um, on the links that I've sent that, I, that will be sent out at the end of, at the end of this um, conversation are twenty five versions of newsletters to give you some to give you some ideas on articles. Where do you get the numbers from? This is new website, Ollie. It's called G O O G L E. It's a great new website. Okay, and basically you just type in where do you get the you know how do I find the number of properties that are available to rent in Tooting, and it will give you the answer. Particularly, particularly sassy this morning, Chris. I, I, I'm loving it. Um, uh, Google everybody. This is um, so. Chris is going to share those with you. Um, I've got a. Uh, we have a, a, another uh, a Chris um, uh, attending today. Chris has asked, um, "How often would you start this process? It, it, is time are timelines included as part of the documentation you're sharing? And what's your advice around how often you would you want to you know converse with with, with potential landlords?" Okay. Um... You basically, there's three ways you can communicate with a human being. There is the written word, there is audio, and then there is visual. Today is face-to-face is visual, and video is visual. Um, how often should you do it? I'm a firm believer in cadence, which is basically just a nice, steady... So if the poo hits the fan, you're still producing the content. So if that means you're only doing two a week, then do two a week, but make sure you do two a week. Don't do what a lot of people do, go hell for leather for three weeks. Because there is one massive downside to all this technique, you won't get anything for nine months because there is no, there's no shortcut to, to there is no shortcut to getting tr- building trust. There's no app, Indeed. you know. 
the magic thing is this with the job here is not to get the listing the job is to build that trust and so you, you shared with us then the the newsletter which is a, a drip campaign almost over a long period of time and yes. the more so you do the more you yeah. get right so basically where would you put those you, there's this new website called facebook and the 70 uh, percent of landlords live in the town they live in so therefore if you were in leicester 70 percent of landlords live in leicester so if you join leicester facebook groups the vast the only people that join leicester facebook groups are people from leicester mm. And you don't share into local Facebook groups. You, you join as a person and physically post into them. Okay. Then you could also do stuff like this. Hi, it's Luke from Knightsbury Estate Agents and Barriers from Queen's Road. And I've come today to West Avenue, lovely, typical Terrace House Street within Clannan Park. And I want to give you an update on what's been happening within the resale market within the Clannan Park area. So within the last 12 months, there's been 83 property sales. And interestingly, the majority of those sales have been terraced homes, just like the ones around me today, with an average selling price of £227,900. Of those 83 properties, there's also been 18 flats and the average sale price. Okay, so um, there's a training video on how to do these. But basically, you go to right move, click on house prices, click on sold house prices, type in the area you want to do click on the word list view and hey presto, those are all your stats. And then all you then do is take your mobile phone, put it onto a tripod, put a microphone through. If you want to know what kit to buy uh, on the links I've sent you on some of the YouTube videos, I'll tell you what links you need to buy. It's a 30 quid tripod, a five quid adapter to slip your phone in and a 30, a 30 quid uh, microphone with a little fluffy thing on the end. You write the numbers on a piece of paper and you stick to your tripod. Mm. You press record you wait three or four seconds, you do the video, you wait three or four seconds, you press stop. And then what you then do on, on both Android and iPhone, you click, go to the video, click on the word edit, and you just pinch the first three or four seconds in at each end. You don't need to put logos on, you don't need to put wording on, and then you upload that into local Facebook groups. And, and this is this is really working. I mean, I, I pick up on this through through LinkedIn, for example. Um, I think I mean, the first. Person I mean, look, on the, I'm going to, have to stop you there because this, if, if there's one video, guys, you've got to do is basically a countdown of the 30 most expensive streets in your town. I mean, just look at these numbers. These are all organic numbers. Three, four, five thousand yeah, people yeah. view it. Okay, there's Tony. Here we go. Hi there. My name's Tony Ruby. I love Grantham so much that I've decided to put together the top 30 most expensive streets in Grantham. Today, I'm on the Barraby Lodge development, and behind me is Hadley Close. Hadley Close is made up of 14 properties with an average value of £362,600. It's a majority of detached executive homes with four, five, and even some six-bedrooms homes, built in around 2003 by David Wilson. The last sale on Hadley Close was number 15, a property I know well. A property I've had the privilege of listing twice. Beautiful home with a super sleek kitchen, fantastic bathrooms, and there's a real show home ready to move into. That completed in December 2020 for £365,000. I personally love Hadley Close because we are super close to the Poplar Farm uh, Junior School. We've got Gunnaby Hill Foot School just behind. It's easy to get down to the uh, KGGS Skills Grammar School and also to the King's School for Boys and the town centre of Grantham and the train station is just a few moments away. Next week, I'll be at number 29, which is also on the Barrowby Lodge development. Could that be your street? Tune in and find out. So, 
And then just very, very finally, my last, my last tip is this. This really screws up most agents' heads, but I want you to go and stand outside a competitor's house and tell people it's the best buy to let deal in the world. This is Watkin pre-bid. <laughs> I got a cracking buy to let deal for you. Just standing outside, it's three bedroom terraced house, it's just come on the market with Connells on Victoria Street for the princely sum of £99,995. It's a three bedroom terrace with two reception rooms, gas centre eating, and double glazing. I think this is an absolutely cracking buy to let deal for you, Grantham Landlords, because it will sell well, let well. Um, the yields are only going in an upward direction. And I tell you here and now, this is quite simply the very best buy to let deal. Get yourself down to Coles now. Go and see Jim. He's absolutely fantastic. He'll sort your viewing out. And I'll, I'll see you on Wednesday with the next Chris Watkin buy to let deal. Thanks very much. So, I mean, Ollie, that's really going to screw most agents' heads up. I mean, uh, and that's the end of my, my presentation. I, there's, there's a lot more vid types of videos and content you can write. I'll also provide you 23 templates of articles you can write yourself where you can actually get the stats from as well. Um, but that, I mean, does that sound weird standing outside a competitor's house? I think it's going to feel alien to, to a lot of competitors, but I think, you know, the, the, the bigger point here is, you know, how much of an industry professional you, you, you sound. Um, it's not about you. It's about actually linking people with property. Um, and that job extends right across a range of different um, activities. And indeed, promoting someone else's property is only going to be a good reflection on you. It can't become poorly on you on the basis that you should be confident in your own business to then take that and utilize that to obviously go and win stock yourself. And listen, I would guess, Chris, if that property doesn't sell that you're stood out of, I'm pretty sure the vendor of that property will see your video because it's their house that's being featured. And if it doesn't sell, maybe they knock on your door and ask you for, for help to sell it potentially. If you recall it, I said about 10 minutes ago, landlords and homeowners are interested in two things. One was the value of their own home, but the second one is the next one they want to buy. And remember, only 157,000 people a month move home, be it resi sales or lettings, okay? Mm. So therefore, if people were looking on Rightmove for up to, say, six months, only a million people would actually be using Rightmove. But 14 million unique visitors, um, uh, you know, a month get used Rightmove. You know, my wife, we've only been able to move financially move home in the last year, but she's been looking for the last eight years. You know, mm. the bottom line is this. There's 14 million ho uh, homeowners in the UK, and there are two and a half million, about two, two and a half million buy-to-let landlords. So if you think about it, the vast majority of them are on right move every single month. Yeah. Because they get 14 million unique visitors. And basically, people are going on to right move, see uh, landlords where the next deal is. If you can provide the best buy to let deal and tell people it's on the market with another agent, landlords will become addicted to you. Mm. And it's, it's really alien that you're trying to sell another agent's property. Do you need their permission? No. Do you need permission of the vendor? No. As long as you film on the high, highway, you're absolutely fine. And trust me, if you do that, Pete, landlords will start to contact you and ask you your opinion. And the only person that's going to ask you your opinion on a buy-to-let property is a landlord. And if you yeah. can't convert that into a phone call, a phone call into a coffee, and a coffee into a let's meet up and build a relationship, then you should, you're in the wrong job. So there you go. That's the end of the presentation. I've got sure got some Q and A's. So I'll we have that. indeed. Yeah. Let me let me um, let me fire some of these at you, uh, Chris. Uh, a question from uh, another Chris. Um, uh, may I ask uh, how you would get a list of your streets in your area? So that information that you use there around the I think the thirty most expensive streets, for example, is there an easy way to source that detail? 
fundamentally you go onto Zoopla, you, you t- click on the house price tab, you type in your either t- postal town or postal district, postcode district, NG31. It will then provide you a list of all the streets in alphabetical order. And if you click on the word Zoopla estimate instead, it will put it into price order. Fantastic. Um uh, Andrew is noting that most posts in most posts in local groups, like the one we saw from uh, our, our joint good friend Tony Ruby. Hello and good morning, Tony. Um, um, it, they get removed um, as they don't want adverts or professional ones, uh, and also other agents have been reporting them really quickly and then potentially run the risk of getting blocked. Are you seeing that level of activity, Chris? Is there ways around that? Um, is that something agents should be mindful of? Of course, they're going to be blocked if they're a they're sharing from a business sharing into the group, and b if they're at, if they're basically trying to sell something, they're going to get blocked. But if you go with the act of giving as opposed to get, you know, I'll come back to you know when did you last see Chris Watkin try and sell his services to you? Sure, yeah, okay. yeah. I, you know the magic thing is this: go with the intent of trying to help people and give. So, top thirty streets is that trying to sell anything? No. Would I be putting buy-to-let deals in those those groups? No, I wouldn't. I'd be keeping those onto my own forum. But top yeah. 30 streets, definitely. Local property market reports, definitely. Written articles about the property market, they won't get blocked because you ain't selling anything. Just make sure you join the group as yourself and post in the group. And the vast majority of the time, I mean, I have a, over 130 letting agent clients, the vast majority of the time, if they if their content is right and the intent is well, they don't get blocked. But if you try sure. and sell something, you will get blocked. Good, good advice. Um, uh, a couple of questions in around this. Um, you talked about the uh, the top two interests of a landlord. Um, question here from Daniel and one or two others. What was the second landlord interest after property value, in your opinion, Chris? If you recall, I said it a couple of minutes ago, the, the, the next one they want to buy. So it's the next property they're looking at and already sort of gearing up indeed for, for making that move. Um, yeah. Fantastic. Um, in terms of frequency, um, should agents be posting on social media every single day? Um, do you have any kind of um, red lines on, on frequency of activity? Um, as long as the intent behind the post is to try and give, you can never post too much, but I'll go back to my previous answer. It's all about cadence. So if you can know that you can only do two a day, but you have the capacity to do four, don't post four that day. Just do two and probably uh, write some articles as a buffer. Mm. So who hits the fan, you've got some. So just post what you can. So if you have a bad day, because the biggest thing with, with content, with posting on social media is persistency and consistency. Okay, you know, the amount of times I've seen people start doing videos, you know, in the industry and they give up, you know, I've been doing them now for four and a half years and it's my intention to keep doing them, you know, and it's the just keep turning up, trying to help people, you'll win. The problem is, is it does take a good nine to 12 months for it to work. So most people give up. Yeah. And, and I think that's a really good point because, uh, you know, I've watched um, uh, Tony's good example of this. I watched Tony with interest um, and seen how he's developed and progressed his videos, for example. And there's plenty others like Tony. Um, and you are putting yourself out on a ledge there. You are probably going to feel silly. I remember we've, we first did these kind of webinars. Um, these, you know, to hundreds of agents at a time, 
they're daunting and you know you're trying your best to get it right but you know you're putting yourself out there it's the same with these videos with that you'll do as agents it will feel daunting you might feel a bit silly standing up stood on the side road while the car's going past but in reality you know this does cut through the noise doesn't it to potential landlords and vendors and it's well worth that because if you now look at some of the more polished um, um presenters in the industry at the moment those videos look really slick they're super impressive and it just really really and, sort of um, shouts mean, out you know you i mean i'm I, I've been. I've helped Tony Ruby. I've helped Luke Sinclair. I've I've helped Michelle Gallagher. Um, I've I've helped uh, Ian Story from Cheshire. If you go back and look at their first videos, it was a, they were a truly atrocious. Okay, yeah. they were okay. My first video was atrocious. But if I was to judge all the valuers and letting agents in this call purely based on their fir- their first valuation on whether they're a good agent today, that's a Indeed. poor show. So yeah. really, you know, quite you know. The magic thing is this: is as long as it's coming from a good place, you're trying to help. You, you, your, your, your trolls. You'll have hardly any trolls. Don't worry about what other people think about you. I think that's the biggest thing: is we don't. None of us want mm. to look stupid. I mean, yes, you by going on video, you it does put you do sound funny. You do sound look funny. You you you're worried what other people think about you. Just press publish, get it out there, and you'll be fine. And 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 it, and in terms of wanting to. So to remove any risk of looking or sounding funny, uh, if none of that works, do what Walking did and just grow a beard, um, uh, which I think, in my opinion, Chris, is a, is a nice addition. I don't know how the, the viewers think, but I think the beard very much suits you. Um, two final questions moving away from beards. Uh, we've got one from Sophie um, asking, do you advise using a copywriter to generate the newsletters? Um, uh, if we're sharing sharing regularly, then that's a lot of content. Um, and of course, that content needs to be easy to read and engaging. Uh, she's not sure that if they have the internal skills and I dare say bandwidth and time to do that. So um, would you advise using external copywriters at this stage? OK, so um, I'll be straight with you. I'm a copywriter myself. I write content for over 130 agents. Uh, my style of content is very Sunday times in its style and its length, which is, you know, five, six, seven, eight hundred words long, packed full of stats. Um, other, other content writers who I strongly recommend is Jerry Lyons. He's an exceptional content writer, very good friend of, our, of mine. And we are competitors, yet our styles are very different. A lot of people use both of us. His is more Daily Mail and cuddly and fluffier and more lifestyle. He does touch on the property market. I think the magic thing is, is that in the content, I'm going to provide you free content anyway to write your own. It really comes down to time or money. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, and, and maybe, we, you know, we here at Good Lord can, can answer that uh, to some respect as well. Um, if, because if you go onto our website and you go onto our news agent stand, that's where you'll find um, loads of, um, of, of useful stats, data and indeed content. We do a, a landlord letter um, as well that we can provide to agents. All of it is free of charge um, and use it at your will. Uh, please include, you know, or, or indeed plagiarise uh, or just or just copy and paste, whatever you need to do. Uh, but, uh, Ollie, just a big tip for you there is if you are going to cut and paste it, if you're saying Cheltenham, drop the word Cheltenham everywhere in the article. Yeah. So it makes it feel like it's just for Cheltenham landlords. Great advice. Um, so please utilise that for, for, for myself and indeed the, 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 the further documentation that we'll be sending on to you uh, via Chris um, after this session. Um, one final question uh, to, uh, to finish on uh, from um, Declan, I think. Uh, have we got that one? Yep, we have indeed. Um, do you have any examples of agents who are using Facebook advertising well? Um, so is there any any brands that you think are, are really pushing the needle on this one from a Facebook perspective? 
Um, the two people who I recommend, the two people who I recommend doing Facebook advertising is Chris Kiriakou and Paul Long. And I would, uh, I know Chris Kiriakou's golden agent um, is is an agent um, I, um, in Devon, and uh, Paul himself obviously runs his own agency as well. So my advice is contact those guys. The fundamental thing about Facebook is this. Your job is to put content in front of people. You can do it two ways. One, you can do it for free, or as it's called, organically. And the advantages there is it doesn't cost anything, and you can put yourself into groups. And as long as the content doesn't get banned, which means you've got to put the right content in, Mm. that's a great way of doing it. The other way is actually doing paid-for advertising. The downside to that is that it costs money. The upside is, is that you can track people with those little Facebook pixels. The thing that amazes me, though, uh, Ollie, is that people do track people, but then they don't do anything with them. So there's no point paying, you know, there's no point in paying for it to be tracked. You're not going to do anything with it. So I think the magic thing is, is this, is it's called content marketing. You've got to have great content and you've got to market it well. And you need a combination probably of paid for advertising, which will drive people quicker to you into your sales funnel and also more organic stuff, which means you can't track it, but it will eventually come to you. Um, if, Anyone wants to pick up my my the phone, I'll give you my telephone number now. It's 07950-147572. And you know, pick up the phone. But I mean, Paul Long runs his own agency at Drury and Drury. And the agency that works really well is Helmore's, which Chris Kiriakou does. I mean, he, he his market share is well over 60, 70% in the town. And a lot of that is down to the fact that Chris Kiriakou has got some great sales funnels. Don't get me wrong, he's you know. You know, it hasn't just gone there. I mean, a lot of people have done some work in the background, but yeah, check them out. Ask them. Great. Fantastic. I think that's good advice. Um, uh, Luke, I'm afraid we have to uh, finish the webinar now from a time perspective, but Luke's got a question around um, uh, improving social media reach. Luke, I'm pretty sure uh, I'm going to speak on behalf of Chris here that if you give Chris a call directly, he will talk to you and give you some tips uh, through on how to how to improve that reach. Um, so uh, apologies, we haven't got time to cover that now, but um, indeed, please do reach out directly to Chris. And I'm sure he'll happily take your call. Um, from a good law perspective, if you'd like to uh, understand how you can free up your time uh, to focus on these things. Uh, a few people on the on the chat, they're saying, you know, I don't know if I've got the time to do this. This sounds like it's content heavy. Indeed, let us free your time up. Um, let's automate all the things that can be automated in the uh, tenancy progression process that you, you currently manage. Look to good law to do that. And indeed, book a call and we'll show you how and we'll go through a consultation demonstration with you on our platform of how that can sound, save you many hours uh, and many pounds moving forward and indeed deliver a better uh, customer outcome uh, to landlords and tenants and indeed yourselves. So please don't hesitate to book a call with us if you want to understand more about what we do. Um, there are further resources, like we said, that we're going to share with you. Um, here's a list of some of the stuff that we shared. These will all be sent to you um, via email following the recording of this as well. So you can access those and indeed again chris has shared his number and will continue to do so if you want to reach out to chris directly uh, i think he indeed enjoys taking 7 a.m was it half seven calls on your on your on is it your treadmill or your your exercise bike chris i remember that yeah, biggest thing yeah i've got a treadmill i mean i do actually have booked calls now and they're booked um, right. i offer if you want if you want just send me a send me a whatsapp saying send me the link you can book a 45 minute phone call between 7:45 and 8:30 you have to book it because what happens is everyone rings at the same time and yeah. whilst I'm on this 
bloody thing here doing my couple of miles i will i will give you 45 minutes of my time to go through business generation or anything that you want if i don't know the answer i'll tell you who does know the answer and what i get out of it is i hate this bloody thing so therefore what i get from it is i get the 45 minutes goes really quickly so if you want a link send me a whatsapp I'll, I'll give you my number again send me a whatsapp saying give me a link to book in a 45 minute my telephone number is 07 950-147-572. You can send me a WhatsApp message saying, Chris, can I book in a 45-minute slot? I'll send you the link and we can have some one-to-one time. And I, I just love helping people. It makes me feel good about myself. That's why I do it, Ollie, because if you help people, you feel good. I don't expect anything in return. I won't try and sell you anything. And if I can help you, great. Indeed. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you, Ollie, on behalf of the industry for these webinars. I know, as I said, I'm not being paid to do this, but I've got a huge amount of love for Good Lord. Um, I'm not being paid. I should be being paid for this. Uh, but do check them out. They do help people. Um, you can buy me a pint at the EA Masters, Ollie. How's I, 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 I'll buy you more than one, Chris. I think it's been it's been too long uh, that we've not all caught up. Um, guys, thank you very much to hundreds of you, um, uh, hundreds and hundreds of you that attended. I really hope that's add, so added some value this morning. Um, I hope you have a fantastic day. Um, and until our next webinar, um, take care and uh, we'll, we'll see you soon. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm.